Hi, this is Dave. 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 And you're listening to the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. Number eight. Number eight. Stimulating dialogue. Controversial issues. A global perspective. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by me, Dave Skanda, and EnglishMeeting.com. the English meeting we are we are sitting around our very lovely conference table here and we have a bigger group today um, it's going to be interesting Katrin here is going to be my co-moderator how you doing today Katrin fine <laughs> how are you <laughs> she's like I don't know what to say I, I didn't know he was going to start talking to me right away that's no, good to see you here um, you've been here in the past and you're going to kind of co-moderate with me and um, make yeah, yeah. You say that in the microphone. Okay. You can share that. She's like, oh, I'm going to make you talk. She's like, I was surprised. You talk. You speak very well in the class. Okay, so now Katrina is talking to um, Christy, and she's complimenting Christy because Christy, what did you do today? Presentation. Yeah, you did a presentation, right? And your presentation was very good. You, Thank you're you. a very strong speaker, and you said many things, and you, you were very articulate. And it was great to see that. So mm-hmm. she's saying she was surprised to yeah, see you. Yeah, I was you. surprised. Oh, she, she speaks like very good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but here you're always quiet, short answers, like, you know. Yeah, sometimes she gets into it, though. She, she, we got to get her in the right mood. See, that's what, that's <laughs> yeah. what you're here for. You're going to get her in the right mood. I'll try to get her in the right mood, too. So anyway, um, so we have Katrin, we have Christy, obviously, who just said hello, and Katrin is from Iran, yes. right? And Christy, you're from Korea. And then we have uh, Jihan. Hi, Jihan. Hi. It's good to see you. <laughs> are you are you a little sleepy today? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, today's like, kind of warm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you drink coffee? Oh yeah. All right, well, you you should have like an espresso, a double espresso in front oh, of yeah. you right Every now. Every morning I drink coffee. Oh really? I see. You're like, you see this thing? See, I'm holding in front of me right now my coffee cup, and I always bring this to school. This Mm -hmm. is my coffee thermos. And uh, I don't drink coffee, I cannot do anything. Yeah, yeah, same with me. I'm worthless. I'm worthless (laughs) unless I have coffee, which shows that we're both addicted to coffee, (laughs) and maybe we should change that someday. But anytime I think about stopping coffee, I say, I I don't want to. I love Mm -hmm. it so much, Mm -hmm. you know. Starbucks has made a lot of money off of oh, me. Oh, yeah. 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 I should have bought stock. Okay, and then we have uh, Diana's. Hi, Diana's. How are Hi, you? Hi, I'm great. You're yeah. great? Yeah, it's good to see you today. You look Thank very you. nice. <laughs> Your hair looks very nice. We did uh, two little side things. You're very stylish. Yeah. You always have a distinct style. So have you always been that way? Yes, always. I see, I see. <laughs> well, you're going to be a big, you're going to be like a producer, talent. Yes, that's what um, I want. <laughs> Like a talk show host type of gal, right? Exactly. That's my exactly. goal. Exactly. <laughs> my goal. <laughs> okay, so you need to, you've got to tell us lots of your ideas so we can make you, this can be the start of your road to success and um, celebrity. You're going to be a big celebrity. I hope so. And you have to remember <laughs> us when you become oh, a celebrity. Oh, of course I will. Like if I go up to you, you can't say to me, oh, oh. Dave, Dave who? I didn't tell you. <laughs> you you no, have to be nice good. to me. Don't worry. Okay. I'm not that type of person. <laughs> and if you have an extra million dollars, you could I, you could give that to me too. You know that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget that too. Why okay. not? Okay. And then we have uh, Armand. Uh, Armand from Iran. From Iran. Yeah. How are you today? Good to see you here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, very good. Okay. All right. And uh, finally, we have Esther. Esther. <laughs> Esther. Hi, Esther. Now, Esther, you told me uh, a while ago that. Esther's not your original Korean name, or your mom named you Esther. How did that come about? Um, because Korean's name is hard to pronounce for Americans, uh. so I changed my name. And if I have an English name, uh-huh. I think everybody can remember me very easily. It's easy to so I have an English name. Right. And right. my mom always pray. Um, please uh, make Eunggyung as an Esther. So uh, I got 
the name Esther. Yeah, yeah. Well, your Korean name is hard to pronounce. Yeah. My Korean name, name is Eunkyung. I'm sorry? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's Eunkyung. Yeah. Well, for Americans, I mean, the pronunciation is like in the back of your mouth. Yeah. And it's, you know, most Americans would just go, yeah, so can I just call you Sally? You know? <laughs> No. no, I'm not. Better. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I, I bring this up because, like, sometimes, uh, did I tell you the story? Like, uh, a friend of mine worked for this Japanese company here in Los Angeles, and Japanese workers would come from Japan to do this engineering work, and the manager was an American guy, and like somebody would come in and say, like, um, I'm Tomoko. You know, so you say, okay, you're John, you know, and he would just name them like basic American names. Like, you're John, you're Pete, you're Bob, and you're Sam. And they, they would just say, okay, and then, you know, so that, that was just kind of a joke on that. But uh, uh, Esther is a very nice name. Thank you. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so anyway, so we're here uh, for another edition of English Meeting the English Meeting Discussion Podcast, and we're talking today about China, uh, several things about China, um, particularly about where they are today um, in the world in terms of economic growth, um, in terms of manufacturing, and in terms of how is China affecting other people in other countries, including, you know, the people that are living in America and in other countries. Um, to start this off, I can say so many things today, uh, no matter what you buy, whether it's a office supply or a clothing or uh, some kind of uh, you know, furniture, more and more is being made in China. And you know, when people guess where is something made, most people today say, oh, I'm sure it was made in China. So manufacturing is huge in China. Uh, in America, that has meant a lot of people out of work. So we, we have done manufacturing in America for a long time, but our rate of pay is higher. Um, our, our land is more expensive. So in order to pay for the land or rent the land and pay the workers, we have a minimum wage. Do you know what the minimum wage is in America right now? Or in, I should say California because it differs. No. Is it six seventy-five? Yeah. It is. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. Six, so $6.75 an hour, which means it is illegal to hire a worker and not pay them that much. That's the minimum. Um, they don't have that in China. So they're able to make products for a lower price, and uh, we can't compete with that, that we just can't do it. So what does that mean for us? What, what is going to happen? And people say it's not a matter of if China becomes a superpower, it's a matter of when. So, you know, what does that mean for us? Is this a good thing? Is this a dangerous thing? How should we be looking at this issue? So who wants to... Uh, jump in here is should is it a, is it okay that china I becomes the next superpower no i think um it's dangerous economically okay economically yeah because a uh, lot of products that england made like fine chinas that they make from england from england uh -huh. for fragrances that they made in um uh france or uh clothing or handbags that make in um america we have exactly the same thing made in China, but mm -hmm. cheaper prices. So people go and buy the cheaper uh, more than, uh, they, they are not going to pay more money to get the same thing if they can get it in a lower price. So it will hurt the uh, the countries that they make the original one. Okay, but Jihan, what were you going to say? So you're talking about imitation? So imitation thing or or the... If we cannot, if we cannot sell our products, any country... Well, what, what Jihan's hitting on is that um, beyond just manufacturing legitimate goods, um, China also does a lot of imitation. Um, they, they don't have a regulation like, 
Like if we manufactured something fa- like a Gucci, you know the brand Gucci. Yep. It's very expensive, like a Gucci bag, like a woman's bag. Yeah. You know, they will manufacture a Gucci bag in China. Exactly. But it's it's not from Gucci. It's, it's not from it's, Gucci. It's fake. It's, fake. it's imitation. Yeah. So that's what Jihan was saying. That's okay. Yeah, that's my – even – I'm telling you, even the China, like, you know what China is, like uh, cups and oh, yeah. plates. When you say China, you got <laughs> – Yeah, plates talking about the from country. England, which is very, very good products. Uh-huh. And then it's been years and years uh, England is making those. Right. China makes – the fake one, exactly the same, but not the same quality. Yeah, some people and call them rip-offs. It looks the same. People go and buy the cheaper one. It's exactly, you can't tell it's from England or it's from uh, China unless you read the bottom of the cups right. or the plate. It says made in China. Mm-hmm. And then people, they come to the stores or they order online specific. They mention made in China. Right, right, right. Not made in England or not made in right. yeah. So, but okay. So, how is this dangerous? Because uh, let's say if we c- if we can't sell our products, China will become powerful and powerful, and we we become weaker and weaker. Okay, but okay. So many people say that's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, why is that a bad thing? If China, I mean, one kind like right now, United States is the superpower, but you know. It, Many people will say that, well, that's not going to last forever. I mean, I things change so. <laughs> in the world. Yeah. So is it bad, though, for China to be a superpower? Why, why would that be bad? Um, I don't know exactly the answer. <laughs> why, why, well, why do you uh, think? Because um, it could affect, um, like, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly why it's gonna be a bad thing, but I know it. Like, if we, it's people gonna be without jobs and well, poor. It could be bad in that one of sense, course, right? Yeah. Like, uh, if all of us sitting around the table, if we don't exactly, have jobs, we don't have what are job. we gonna do? I mean, we're gonna be like real, live really poor mm-hmm. in this sort of thing. Uh, live on welfare or something? Did you wanna Esther? jump in here, Esther? Yeah. Uh, Cost down is good for consumers, but what what is good for consumers? Uh, low lowering the cost is yeah. very good for the consumers, but okay. um, as a fact, we are a consumer, but we also a producer too. So if the low the cost uh, goes down and the consumers prefer the cheaper one, then uh-huh. finally we lose our consumer. We lose, what do you mean, our consumer? You mean in other countries? In America too. In our, co- oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Like if, if I manufactured pencils in America mm-hmm. and then they start importing them from China. Yeah, last year I watched a TV talk show, mm-hmm. 60 Minutes, uh-huh. they deal, dealt with uh, uh, exactly this problem. Okay. The China is a uh, huge uh, threat to America. Uh, even the Walmart. Um, Walmart. The, this is the big superstore. This yeah. is the largest retail store in the world, Walmart. Yeah, Walmart uh, depends on China a lot. So the impact is great to American. The uh, whole American economy is depends on the China. So the talk anchorman uh, worried a lot. So that time I realized how big impact the China's power is. Right. Um, uh, yeah, it's incredible. Um, you're saying how much we rely on them because they manufacture so much for us now. Mm-hmm. In stores like Walmart, if they didn't have these lower costs, Walmart would not be in existence. Exactly. Yeah. When whenever I buy something, it is made in China. China. <laughs> <laughs> it is I think I can't remember what I uh buy made in USA or even That's in right. in made in Korean. Korea is very rare in this country. Exactly. Yeah. It was not not uh rare um Maybe three or four years ago, we can find many other country products. That's right. But nowadays, everything is made in China. We just live in America, but we are using made in China. Everything is made in China. That's right. So, I mean, does it sound like 
since this is the case, and she's right, just in the last three years, the, the difference is incredible. Um, if everything is made in China, does China have power over us now? What do you think, Armand? Do they, mm. are they, the more products, the more they kind of infiltrate into this country, America, do they have more power over us? Actually, they have more economical power, but uh, about political power, they already have, they have the uh, nuclear weapon and... Uh, nuclear weapons, yeah. right. And about the frontiers, they have the uh, nuclear uh, rockets that they sent to Mars. So basically, they're coming the... They're becoming the next uh, modern generation of humankind. And, uh, well, they're they're becoming the next superpower. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's not what uh, any uh, country that uh, will be like uh, uh, like United States uh, to become former uh, higher uh, power in the world. So. Uh, if for example, if it's be Russia, mm -hmm. uh, like be the strongest country now, mm -hmm. and China wants to get uh, over Russia, they won't accept, and it applies to all kind of uh, all races, all kind of human beings. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Uh, I mean like uh, even if uh, they do not uh, be like threat for the economy. Uh huh. Uh, there are threats for like the or militarily, military, military and uh, well, the technology. Thing, right. Well, it's interesting you bring up Russia because, of course, uh, between the United States and and the Soviet Union, there was the Cold War, mm -hmm. which was basically started happening after World War II, yeah. and uh, you know. America built up many nuclear weapons, and Russia did built I mean, Russia, Soviet Union, big military. And they had the space race. And the space race, yeah. which I believe Russia was the first in space, right? Exactly. And yeah, then yeah. Um, maybe then we went on the moon, but we were we were challenging each other, and so we built up our powers, and then it just kind of, but it wasn't an economic thing like with China because we weren't buying it wasn't like Russia was selling America every little pen pencil clothing this table it wasn't like that it was different that was that was political yeah that was military military might um, so they're in China well China is a communist country you know communism is quite opposite to capitalism um, and they're they're, they have saturated the country, and I shouldn't just say this country because I'm sure it's many countries. I just know more about America than others with, with all of these products. So does this, is this a bad thing that 70, 80 percent of the common things we buy are made in China? Actually, in Mexico, for example, it's happened the same thing. I mean, Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, uh, Chinese people is immigrate to Mexico, and there it's funny because they are also making um, chiles, chiles, chiles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're saying made in China. So oh, <laughs> like Mandarin, I think means like hot. Or yeah, something. hot, hot uh -huh. peppers. But right. I, well, that's funny because well, those are Mexican products, right? Uh huh. So uh -huh. they are importing from China. To Mexico. Oh, to Mexico. <laughs> okay, to sell to Mexicans. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, see, now this is very interesting because, you know, me living in America and California, um, I, I don't get down to Mexico. And you're saying there's, there's like, Chinese people coming yeah. to Mexico, doing business in Mexico. A lot of business. And actually. doing a lot more business. So you're, you've seen yeah. it grown a lot. Mm -hmm. So so they're, they're doing, you're saying the same thing in yeah, Mexico the same as they thing are here. Mexico, and how do Mexicans feel about that? Well, some are in uh, disagreement and others are in agreement. But, well, most of them, the population feels that that's not, <laughs> like, correct because many uh -huh. are losing their jobs and... Yeah, about jobs and exactly. things like this. Mm -hmm. You know, what, one thing that, um, yeah, Katrin? I was going to ask you, do the people in Mexico buy the products from China or not? Um, nowadays, I think yes. Yeah. It's probably hard to <laughs> avoid, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the thing is, 
and, and you tell me if, if this is you agree with this. Um, but, you know, when you go to the store, let's say you're going grocery shopping or you're going to the drugstore and you're buying a few things you need at home. Um, if, if you see two products that are very similar, if not pretty much the same, and one's cheaper than the other, are you going to buy the cheaper one? Yeah, most of the time. I, I know I would. That happens, yeah. I, I would. How about you, Esther? But the quality is a problem. Well, I'm saying if, if your quality, that's another issue. We'll talk about that in a sec. But if they're pretty much the same in terms of quality, would you buy the cheaper one? Of course. See, and that's, uh, you know, it, it sounds simplistic, but basically that's what's happening is they're producing these products and they're cheaper. And when it comes to most people in the world, unless, you know, I guess you're throwing money all over the place, you know, if something's cheaper, I'm going to get the cheaper one. And that's where the advantage is. But is it taking over, you know, like the country? Is it, is it going to be the demise of America? Are we going to lose power? Um, you know, it's an interesting time we're in. And, um, you know, I, I often think you're from Mexico, that if uh, that Mexico could be the next kind of China in a way. Um, and um, we, we, we share a relationship with Mexico because we're so close. And sometimes I wish um, we could organize Mex Mexico to build more factories so we can produce more in Mexico yeah, and um, make – it's not like I have anything against the – you know, I, I think Chinese people are nice and everything, but we, we were thinking about the big picture. And it would be nice if Mexico was a bigger manufacturing threat you know, um, to, to China. So it wouldn't just be this one country, China – you know who's manufacturing and uh, doing all of this? Yeah, Esther. Yeah, I I want to say the second or third country will be India. Oh, India. Oh, yeah. Well, India is is um, already India is an interesting case. Uh, we're not talking about India today, but they're growing. I mean, we do a lot of outsourcing to India. Do you know about that? A lot of our like this computer that I'm doing the uh, podcast on right now. It's a HP. Do you know what HP stands for? Hewlett Packard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hewlett Packard. It's an American company. Um, so after I bought the computer, I had some trouble. had to call customer service. And when I called customer service, um, 800 number, right? Um, who do you think answered the phone? Indian. An Indian. <laughs> not, and not an American Indian, but an Indian from India. And uh, that's where um, actually all of these American computer companies are outsourcing to India. And then they say the frontier after China is Africa. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but um, that's the future. So anyway, um, what about the quality? Esther brought up the quality. What do you think about the quality of products made in China? I think the quality is very low. Okay. And also Korea. Um, it's a problem that we we didn't know, the consumer didn't know, but actually it was made in China, but they put it from Korea oh, really? because they won't buy it. You know, we know it's very very low quality, and uh -huh. ours are very high quality. Right. So our product is really high price, but Chinese, you know, it's cheaper, and then we can find something that we should not eat in the food. Okay, so you mean like something that you don't want to eat no, and it'll be put in the food? Something and metal thing? Yeah. Oh, metal? metal. Yeah. From Are you talking about mercury? Yeah, mercury or lead. Or lead. From fish or oh. any any kind of food. So, so it's becoming big it's like you problem. It sounds like what you're saying is you can't trust the food coming right. from there because they may say, oh, the food is fine. There's they already, no mercury. They already say it's from Korea, but it's actually it's from China. Well, that, that's really interesting because I haven't heard that before about actually saying it's from Korea, yes, putting as you your stamp on it. Yeah, as you said, um, she said, like, Korea, Dianus, yeah. we we didn't know, but some product that, like, Korean traditional food is coming from China. It, this is really? big issue right now. Korean, yeah, like the Korean traditional food that comes from Korea, it's a Korean dish, it was grown in Korea. Korean people put it together, and now it's coming from China. And some people, like American, if they don't know about real Korea, they think kimchi, you know, kimchi, right, sure. is kimchi. Japanese food. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I have to apologize on behalf of my country. <laughs> um, we're, you know, I mean, you know, some Americans know a lot about the world and some don't, you know. And um, a lot of Americans just mix up Korean, Japanese, Chinese. A lot of Americans think it's all the same. Right. Um, but, but your point, if they bought kimchi and they knew it was Korean, they wouldn't be able to, you know, if, you know, is it from China or is it from Korea? You know, they may not be able to tell the difference and things like this. So Americans may buy Chinese kimchi thinking it's Korean um, because they don't know better. And that could hurt Korea, I think. You know what I mean? Because if Korea is making some good products, Korea wants to export. Um, and if, I'm, if I'm people like Americans who don't know the difference, they just buy it. The thing is, the quality of China is mm-hmm. low. That's why. Like, could you give an example of something that you, uh, like a product that you may have bought where it was low quality? No, I haven't bought anything. Okay. I don't know, but in news. I saw ginseng. Ginseng? Ginseng. The herb? E- yes. Okay. This is really good the for body. Okay. This is really good in Korea, but the one from China uh-huh. is really, really low. But they put it it's from Korea. Ah, well, that's, that's deceiving. I mean, that's, that's being dishonest. Uh, and how do we protect against that? I mean, wh- I don't, in terms of Korea, did Korea... Was, is has Korea as a country been able to do anything about that? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but I, have, I think government has to do something with China. I, I, I think so. I mean, look, if, I'm, if, if we were to simplify this and I'm making, if I make a pizza and it's called Dave's Pizza um, and I put special ingredients in it and you know it's going to be high quality, but then if somebody else sells Dave's Pizza and it's a, it's a copy... That's not fair, right? They're lying. Yeah, they're, it's lying. It's not being honest. So how do we deal with that? What, I mean, what should we do? What should we do in this situation? Gian, what do you think about it? <laughs> oh, what I should we know. do, Gian? <laughs> what do you think? Pass. <laughs> ah. um, uh, I, I have a new habit Whenever I go to grocery, I always look for where the product is from. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So um, I can buy any other thing except food from China. Okay. So I wouldn't buy the food. You just don't food. want to buy the food. No. Yeah. And um, the problem that uh, Christy Christ said is Korean government fault, not American uh-huh. Fort. Uh-huh. Yeah. So as a Korean government, they have to sense everything and they have to regulate um, the import and export. Right. So, I mean, like a product, like a food product that maybe came from China, went to Korea, then was shipped to America. Yes. And then, you know, the Koreans basically are saying, okay, this is from Korea. Yes. Yeah. It's so shame to to say about that, but Oh, we've got to talk Korean. about it. I mean, I think this is important because if we just sit, sit quiet and we just let things happen to us, I mean, then it, the problem is going to be much bigger mm-hmm. and we're going to be much weaker, you know? And um, uh, Probably, yeah. as Esther said, the law is uh, not strict enough, I guess. The laws are yeah, not strict, strict enough. enough. Because I love Japanese anime, right? Uh-huh. So I w- Talking about Japanese yeah. animation. So... Mm-hmm. I go to Chinatown a lot because in China, there are a lot of animation box sets in Chinatown. Okay. And then it's a really cheap price. Uh-huh. It's not a regular DVD price. Right, right. Well, yeah. they're probably copies, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're yeah not actually, legitimate. they copy from TV. They copy from TV. Yeah, TV, and then they sell it. I, I don't think that's the right way, right? breaking rules but uh-huh. nobody say anything and they even even if even though you go to internet like dvd like copy box set is everywhere but yeah um we, we 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 are pretty good about stamping that out like in chinatown 
in certain areas. Uh, some people do get away. It's not like in some countries, though, like if you go to Taiwan or in China, that they're selling this stuff out on the street, mm -hmm. and it's very open, and everybody knows that they are copies, and they're mm -hmm. not legitimate, and nobody does anything. I, I have heard on the news recently about talks between China and the West, not just America, but uh, European and other countries as well. Um, you know, really asking China, look, you got to crack down on this, meaning you got to stop allowing, because there's no regulation in China in terms of producing copies of things. And uh, the rhetoric that I heard, at least on these news clips, is that China is going to start doing something about it. It's too soon to tell if they're actually going to do something. David, if, uh, if, if I tell you they are making Hugo Boss suits for men. In China? In China, and right. also and they're, they're Kenneth fake. Cole fragrances. You can, uh. you can find it in downtown, uh -huh. very cheap prices. The real Kenneth Cole fragrance is like, let's say, $65, $75 in the stores. Uh -huh. You can find it in downtown for $20 or $15. Right. But the quality is not the same. I'm just wondering who let them to sell these products. Well, they, you know, it's, yeah, um, well, they could get in trouble. I mean, they could be prosecuted. And really? they could go to jail for it. Yeah. I mean, they're risking. I mean, yeah. I mean, they can be. Um, if they're selling it in a legitimate store like a Robinson's May, mm -hmm. if that store was selling a ripoff yeah. of Kenneth Cole, for example, exactly, yeah. um, th they could go out of business. So usually That's what I think happened to Robinson's May because they had if, – If that's true, I mean, it hasn't gotten um, out to the news. But if it's true, when you have a big corporation like that, mm -hmm. that – that does something like that, um, they could lose everything in America because it would become a big news item, and the news item would be Robinson's May sells fake items as retail, you know. So yeah, the Royal Albert Chinas in Robinson's May. When I was buying a gift for my cousin, she had a bridal registry there. Uh -huh. She uh, she chose a China set that has very pretty flowers called Royal Albert with red flowers. And when I looked at it, it says made in China. Right. And but I called her yeah. and I said, "Did you read, do you want this? And she said, no, no, that's supposed to be from England. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be yeah, bone China. That company probably outsourced to China. Yeah. So it but is legitimate. You're talking about two different things. Mm -hmm. That That's legitimate. Mm -hmm. When I, If I have a fake Gucci bag, that's a whole different story. So if Robinson's May was selling a fake Gucci bag, Robinson's May would be in huge trouble. Not only would they be prosecuted, but that huge corporation would would have a good chance of going out of business. No, my my thing, my question is that should government do something about these uh, products that they come from China? Well, the governments are just letting it happen because in capitalism, at least like in America, our current government is controlled um, by George Bush, mm -hmm. the Republican Party, and they've been very open about this and just saying this is capitalism, let it flow. You know, if you have products we want to buy, bring them in. You know, if we have this, you buy our stuff. Mm -hmm. And they haven't been regulating it. The regulation would go into tariffs, putting taxes on. So to balance it out, people are suggesting, like the China, you're talking about plates. Okay, if you're going to sell these kind of plates made in China in America, okay, you can sell them to us for this price, but we're going to put a tariff on it, which means we're going to put a tax on it. So that means it's going to be. We're going to lift the price up. We're going to make it more expensive. Now, some countries do this to protect their workers. You know, they'll put high taxes. Like, I have a friend in Taiwan, and um, her her father bought a new car, a VW Touareg. Do you know what the Touareg is? Anyways, it's like an SUV. And in America, it sells for about. Uh, thirty-five thousand, forty thousand dollars for brand new. In Taiwan, can you guess how much it cost? Fifty. Ten. Cost eighty thousand dollars. Oh my god. Eighty thousand dollars. They have a huge, huge tariff. Why? Because the Taiwanese know that if they don't do that. The people aren't going to buy their own cars that they make in Taiwan. And the Taiwanese people make those cars, and it keeps the economy rolling in Taiwan. So it's the government's – some people may think, oh, that's not fair. 
You're like doubling the price. That's not fair. Why shouldn't I be able to have that? But, you, but then you got to look at the other side. Well, but look at all these people who are employed by the Taiwanese car makers. They won't have jobs anymore. So what are they going to do? Are we going to have a country of people out of work? So that's kind of what's exactly. going on. Exactly. There will be a lot of people without jobs in the streets and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and make the uh-huh. China more powerful. Oh, I think everything is about economics. I mean, uh-huh. it's like a balance. If we need, uh, sometimes we need from uh, China and China need us. It's like... So you're talking about balance. Yeah, because in economics, um, I've, I, I saw like um, a review of economics and I uh-huh. learned that. So, for example, uh, the Nike shoes. Right. I mean, it cost to make them like ten do- ten bucks, uh, twelve bucks, but around that. You mean it c- the cost to make yeah, it? Yeah, okay. the cost. The the cost, the price is like eighty bucks more than. So you're saying like it costs twelve dollars yeah, to, to make, make, but then exactly. they sell it for eighty dollars, exactly. like here, right? So it's uh, it's about economics, actually. It's and about economics. Yeah. But so, so the right, and is there a balance though? If we yeah. are importing, if we're talking about America and we're importing so much but how much are we exporting to china how much are the chinese buying from us does anyone know not really <laughs> everyone's shaking their head well i don't know the exact figures but it's very small compared i mean the chinese you know i mean china china has boomed a lot and there have been many millionaires coming out of china but still it's largely a poor country it's a huge country and the majority of the population is poor. They can't buy what we manufacture. They, they can't afford to pay for it. So is that fair that we are importing so much and they're not importing anything from America? What do you think, Armand? Uh, actually, uh, I do not have an uh, idea about uh, well, do you think it? Do you think it's fair? Uh, actually, it's not fair because it's not like uh, it's like one-way street. It's, it's like a fair. one-way street. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's not. It's a good visual. Okay. Um. But uh, about uh, American product that we have in United States, I know that uh, even some uh, military uh, unit parts come from uh, China and overseas. Even some of the military yeah. products they yeah. buy from China. Like uh, later fighters, F-22s, uh, some parts are like coming from China. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if the United States wants to make one unit, it's going to cost like $200 million right. for unit. Right. But if uh, uh, parts coming from the Singapore and China, it's mm-hmm. going to cost only about uh, $160 million right. for each unit. Right. Um, nowadays, uh, it's interesting you bring up like fighter aircraft because um, nowadays, uh, analogous to what you're saying, we build a military aircraft. Part it's not it used to be all made in America, but it's not only a few of those countries you mentioned, but it's other kind. Japan parts of those planes are made in Japan yeah, other, because maybe Japan specializes in doing something here, so we get that part from Japan. This part. You know, from another country, this part. So we're getting the parts from countries all over the place, mm-hmm. and people feel like, well, this is the military; it's supposed to be secret. You know, um, we're, we're giving away um, maybe some technology that we know, so that we could save a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Is that smart in the long run? Are we? Is do you think America is only thinking about now? Because now, ooh, I can buy a computer cheaper. Oh, I'll save two hundred dollars. Hey, I like that. I mean, if I gave you two hundred bucks, it would make a, it would put a smile on your face, right? <laughs> but if we think uh, ten years from now, fifteen, twenty years from now, is that going to put a smile on your face? No. You know, Maybe is it not. worth <laughs> is it worth the price we're paying? Is it worth saving some some a little bit of money now to to lose? You know. Forget about the military thing, just economics. Just, just in order to have a life here and have a job and um, be able to have, I don't know, a family and pay your bills. Is it worth it? Because what can we do? If, if America stops producing, what will America be doing to make money? <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, we do a lot of services, but could we, could we survive, could the whole country survive on only services? You know, because we do a lot of business services in America and we consult and do all this stuff and make a lot of money doing it. But can the whole country do that? I mean, we outsource to India, like uh, Esther was saying, um, and the quality. Has anyone ever called like an 800 number and talked to somebody from India? No. No? Well, wait, say that in the microphone because uh, we. Yeah. yeah, it happened to me uh, when I was buying a. Actually, I was I bought a camera, digital camera, and okay. I called the one eight hundred number. It was Indian, and the brand was Sony, and I was so surprised, like why these guys. And then I couldn't understand what he was saying. My English is not perfect, but the way that he was talking to me, it just just oh my god. And I I said, you know what? Thank you very much. And I asked my <laughs> friend to help me. Yeah. Cause yeah. So you just gave up. I on just the gave up customer yeah. service. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't understand what he was saying and he was like um it was the first time I had that experience. Usually one eight hundred numbers in America is uh, someone that who can help you with a very uh, nice voice and nice accent and uh, you know, helpful. Absolutely. But this time was like, Oh no, thank you very much. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah, you were being it. very polite. You <laughs> yeah. were but her story that she yeah. just told is indicative of people living in this country exactly. all over the place and people you know like me who grew up speaking english like esther said just a little as three years ago it really wasn't this way but p- americans all over the place have the same complaint I know. The, the customer service it, it's not that we have anything against the people in india just like we don't have anything against the people in china chinese people are great people just like me and you and everybody else and i have chinese friends and all of this but Okay, when you call customer service and you need help, and the company, like Hewlett-Packard, is saying, hey, we can save so much money if we pay the people in India because they don't need as much pay. We can pay them like, I don't know how much they get paid, 10 bucks a day. Now here, you're going to have to pay them like 80 bucks a day. That's a huge difference to a company like Hewlett-Packard. So they're saying, okay, but then when you call and you get a story like Katrin's where she calls up, she needs help, she bought a product. The company says, hey, if you have problems with our product, all you have to do is call us. We'll help you out for free. So she does that, and she can't understand the guy on the phone because he has a thick Indian accent. And uh, it's happened to me um, as well. And it's like we're putting up with it. Do you? I mean, a lot of Americans have complained about this. But do you see them in the streets saying, you know, hey, this is wrong. You're outsourcing our job. <laughs> because they, those calls used to be to Americans. Yeah, see. The and you, you were, I imagine, able to understand them better. Uh, maybe the ra- they pay them less. So Americans, um, th- they don't go for that jobs. And then Indian people, they No, 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 no. We have plenty of Americans who would love to do those so jobs. So what is the reason that they... It's the companies. The companies... They want to save exactly. money, just like, let's yeah. say we have minimum wage. It's six seventy-five an hour in California. Well, the minimum wage in India may be $1 an hour. So they're saving huge amounts of money, not just a little bit. They're saving big amounts. So they're trying to get away with it. But, you know, and people all over are complaining, but they're not complaining any further than maybe just talking to my friend. Exactly. So. Waiting to see what's going to happen. And it is, it, I don't know, have you ever bought something on eBay? I have. I have. Ch- uh, the products yeah. from China. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. You, you pay for the real product that you think it is. There, It's supposed to be Nike, for example. But when you got it, it's from China. And then I, re- I uh, read an article on Well, but Nikes aren't made in America. No, for like, I just brought an example okay uh, like a Gucci bag oh you're talking more like a copy of something an illegal copy of something illegal but they're from China but okay. they are like the 90% of eBay the product is from China well that's a pretty big thing you're saying I don't know if it's 90% but one thing I have seen on eBay recently is now they're posting on their stores where it's from so you know if it's from China because the thing is, I think 90% is exaggerated. The thing is, if I buy a product, let's say, that is supposed to be genuinely made 
in let's say Korea for example I buy a Samsung mp3 player and if you send it to me and I see that it was it's like it wasn't Samsung it was a ripoff it was mm -hmm. a fake that was made in China um, I can rate that seller. First of all, yeah, I can contact do. the seller That's right away. That's the same. We rate okay, the seller. Right. So then if a seller on eBay gets rated low, they go out of business. They can't sustain a business if they get rated. So what's happening on eBay is they're posting from China on the products on eBay because these people, I mean, it's not to say that everybody is doing that because it's kind of like buying from a garage sale. Um, you, don't, you don't know... Um, everything about it and they're not like a business like Best Buy but so yeah you have to be careful but if I were to buy something on eBay I would find out if it was made in China before I made the purchase whether that meant I had to call the person look at the reviews and things like that oh I have a question uh, if uh, China make a fake uh, fake Gucci then why they put the label uh, made in China Maybe they put the label made in Italy. If yeah. it is a fake one. Well, fakes come in many different formats. Some fakes are like really good fakes, where they'll copy everything and they'll do a pretty yeah, good job. Even with the it. label. And it'll say, yeah, the label will be copied. It'll say like made in Italy or whatever. There are other like bags where they look pretty much like the bag on the outside, like Louis Vuitton bag. It'll look like a Louis Vuitton bag. But on the inside, it may not have the Louis Vuitton because they know that there are consumers who want the outside look, who don't care about a label inside. And the thing is, Louis Vuitton cannot go to China and say, hey, guys, you're stealing my product. This is my product. They can't do that. It's up to the Chinese government to do something about it. So there's different formats that they come in. Some are really good copies. And, and then who are, knows yeah. it's not only government job because people still want even it's fake. Still, All people what? Still want the bags, fake bags. Right, but if yeah. they went to jail, if you, <laughs> if you bought a Louis Vuitton bag uh -huh. and let's say Katrine found out that you had it and she reported uh -huh. it to the police <laughs> and they took it and they put you in jail for a year, you probably wouldn't want it so bad. Uh -huh. But if the people are too many... Do you think the government control all of them? Well, I think it's impossible yeah. to control <laughs> everything. But the thing is, what we're talking about is it's gotten out of hand. Uh -huh. I mean, you're talking about like movies, like Hollywood. Yeah. It's a big thing in Hollywood, you know. They're really mad about this. Uh -huh. And the Internet, people can like share movies through the uh -huh. Internet. And in China, they make a lot of illegal copies. Uh -huh. And it's like, you know, they're very upset about this. Can... Could, the, could anybody ever control the whole world? No. no. But if it's so open and mm -hmm. so many people have all these fakes, well, it's kind of a wake-up call. You know that mm -hmm. expression? It's like, okay, it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, we better do something about this mm -hmm. and uh, before we get into trouble. You know? Um, so, uh, okay. So, what do we, so what do we do? What do we do at this point? I mean, we need to stop them. <laughs> oh, but how do we do that? I mean, first of all, China, I mean, we, we have relations with China, but they are a communist country. Yeah, but it's um, not just in the United States. They're right. all over the world. Okay. So, what, so how do we so deal with China? Because it's not just the United States. I mean, all their products in here, if China cut off all their products tomorrow, mm -hmm. United States would be in trouble. We'd be in trouble. And other countries, too. So they have a lot of power. Yeah. So what do we do? I don't. We we should find another way. We need to make m our products. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Arman, do you have something to say? Actually, I think uh, we cannot do anything because uh, most uh, parts that comes uh, from overseas are ordered by the business owners from the United States, and uh, most likely the government is. Uh, being directed by a uh, rich uh, level of the people in the United States. Right, right. And then, David, as, as David said, put high tax, and then probably you can save some American worker. Well, so what like do you mean put, put like high tax? What do you mean by the that? The product mm -hmm. from China uh -huh. to put high tax on it. 
So like oh, high tax. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were <laughs> saying tech. Oh, high tech. Well, yeah. I mean, that may be a solution, and that's um, that's a solution that's being used in countries around the world to try to protect. I know it in Europe. Um, they've done things to protect their farmers in Europe, you know, so that um, they don't import from other countries. They're cheaper and this sort of thing. So tax, a high tax could be a way, a tariff, Dianas? Um, well, in my opinion, I think that United States or Mexico, other country, should be thinking about the future and making uh, more companies and manufacturing to uh, create jobs and, you know, stop are you talking about creating factory jobs more in America? I mean, in some create more uh, companies or manufacturers that make those products that are in China. Well, the thing is, I mean, like America, in, especially in the industrial age, we've manufactured so much here. The problem that we face is most people who are involved in manufacturing are union workers. You know what union workers are? Mm -hmm. What does that mean to be a union worker? I'm, I'm getting blank um, looks. Uh, uh, Esther may know. <laughs> employees uh, uh, want to collect their opinion for their own benefit. It's the union. Well, yeah, yeah, you're on the right track. Um, unions protect a group of employees. So let's say we manufacture steel. Steel is something that America used to manufacture in huge amounts. Now China manufactures most of the steel. But the workers were part of a union, meaning the union protected their wages. They didn't work for minimum wage. They worked for much more. People that had union jobs had a nice living, a nice middle-class living. They could have a house. They could have a recreational vehicle, a car, you know, all the middle-class lifestyle. They would give them benefits medical, dental. It w the union protects the worker. So if the employer said, oh, I'm going to cut everybody's salary by $10 an hour, the union would step in and say, you can't. And if you do, we're going to strike, which means you'll have zero workers. So we have to pay them a certain amount in this country. In China, do you think these workers have medical coverage? They have no medical. They have no dental. They have no. They don't even have a place to live. They, when they work at these factories, for the most part, they live in these big dormitories, and they have rooms, and they'll share like 20 people to a room, and they'll have bunk beds, and that's where they sleep, and they're very plain, and that's where they live their lives, and the the company feeds them. But they're not feeding them like at the Bellagio Hotel. <laughs> you know, they're not feeding them special foods or anything. It's simple meals, and they pay them very little. It is possible because the China is a communist country, right. so the government controls everything. That's right. But America is not a communist country. Uh, this country is democratic. Right. So um, the only problem is um, the high salary, high wage. The, um, we have many natural resources in America. Right. So uh, if, if we uh, make every product by automatic process, by machine, using machines, then the cost maybe goes down a little bit. But if we use, like, for example, ro ro robots, like automatic the system. Oh, robots? Yeah, yes. Robots. So many people are going to lose jobs, right? Right, um, and we've already experienced that, like yeah. in the automotive uh -huh. industry and many electronics industries. We have lots of robots doing lots of things. Um, one um, take on that is that, well, then people will service the robots, will design new robots, and go like that. But definitely, robots have uh, you know, mm -hmm. you know, made jobs less. Mm -hmm. um, but so Esther, your point is being what? Automatic processing. Maybe uh, help to reduce the price. Then uh, Americans, American consumers can buy something made in America. Uh -huh. Then the economy will goes up. Right. And then um, everything Keep, goes Keeping kind fine. of like in, in keeping the money in America so that the, the 
the the economy keeps turning, like we have money moving around. So I think, yeah, what she's saying compared to that, yeah, some jobs would be lost, but more jobs would be saved. It's it's almost like your your idea is the lesser of two evils. Well, if we had more like automatic processing, uh, more of the money would stay in America, and people would have to service those automatic processing. So instead of being the one who actually processes it, well, now your job is to fix it, to maintain it, and yeah. Oh. Uh, the result is the same. Uh, if we lose uh, our job to China or to the machine, uh, but the problem is if we lose our power to China, that country is communist. So if the communist country o- ruled over all over the uh, world's economy or the politics, then it may be more serious problem. Yeah. Yeah, Armand. Actually, I guess the uh, reason that the uh, U.S. doesn't do anything about that and he orders products from overseas is because uh, um, maybe already China is threatening U.S. Uh, allies in the uh, Far East, like Japan or other countries, uh, because uh, that's the case by the North Korea. He's threatening U.S., so if U.S. cuts his aids to North Korea, uh, they're threatening that uh, they're going to nuke the South Korea. Oh, wow, yeah. I mean, that opens up, uh, you know, these serious political ramifications that that are happening, you know, with, you know, North Korea um, is definitely a threat, um, and we don't have very good relations with North Korea still. Um you know, it's it's this idea of diplomacy, you know, because we can't, you know, we may not like what they're doing in North Korea, but we can't ignore the North Koreans, <laughs> you know. Actually, I think I'm correct about this. North Korea, I think, has the largest standing army in the world. Oh, yeah, North Korea. North Korea. The most discipline and... Yeah, large. you know, the most numbers and all this sort of thing. Um you know the idea uh, you know Esther brings up is communist country becoming the superpower um, controlling you know I mean uh, human rights issues all of this sort of thing I mean uh, you know what the thing is I see you tell me what you think and we'll wrap this up um, I see Americans being very complacent do you know what complacent means self-satisfied like right now in America, mo- many people are, they're just, um, you know, their lives are pretty good. They're pretty good. So they just don't worry about things that much. They're not thinking about the future. They're like, everything's okay now. Um, America used to be a place where people would speak out a lot and there would be a lot of, you know, this is wrong. And people, but now people have their cars and their homes and they have their clothes and they just, they're busy. They're working more. And they don't want to be bothered with it. And um, I think this is sneaking up on us. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe 20 years from now, uh, things are going to be much different. And uh, you know, maybe my conjecture here is maybe we should talk about this dialogue more and think about this. You know, if we're all living here and this is our country, you know, uh, we. We need to think about this. And it's not to say it has no racist. um, I just want to make it clear this is not a racial thing, and it's nothing against the Chinese people. Chinese people are no different from, you know, American people. I look at all people the same, and the Chinese people are wonderful people. But it's it's more actually a comment on what America is doing uh, about the government in America allowing certain things to happen. And are we selling ourselves out? Exactly. You know know what, David? In America, what I've noticed, Mm -hmm. if you compare with other countries, people get less involved in political problems. Like they have their own world and they don't care, which is wrong. If they would care, even the 9-11 wouldn't happen. They are just very friendly and very open-minded and they they agree everything if it's logically right, which is wrong to me. They should be careful. I mean, this is a very great country. They have a, they have a very great laws and everything. Rights, human rights is. This is the only place you can see that everybody 
from one year one year old child till one hundred year old old person has a perfect right and then we should keep um we we should do something about everything like yeah. economical why we, to me we should care if I go to the store why should I buy a stuff that it says made in China if I live in America but in but American I notice they don't care in other countries they do care um, like they they teach they educate the kids in the school by by the products which is from your country do these do that I never seen in America well yeah and it kind of comes into the uh, capitalist uh, free market idea too you know we're because we're not supposed to be prejudiced against you know like if if France makes something really good we're supposed to be able to import it and if the American people want it they're supposed to be able to buy it but we we we, the Americans should take care of their country yeah yeah, it's a you good know point. what I'm saying? It's a good point. They should take care of it. You they know the number one car in America is? Toyota. Do you know what the number one model car sold? Like specific kind of car? No. Toyota Camry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Toyota, Toyota Camry. Camry. But I, I think to, uh, uh, oh, Toyota Ford. has a manufacturing plant in America. Um, but, you know, it's the thing. Americans would, in the past before my generation would only buy American cars. Well, and that was the majority of things sold here. Yeah. And, but they felt strongly about it. But you're right. Americans will buy they, anything they, now. Yeah, would buy, anything, buy anything, would agree with anything. Yeah. They're so friendly, and you know. Are we too friendly? <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> too me, easygoing? Yeah. In Germany, er, like, everybody knows how to speak English. It's a very small example, uh-huh. I'm telling you. But if you talk to, if you ask something in, Germ- in English, they won't answer you in English. They know how to speak English, but they will answer... You're in German? In German. Because they have a pride of their ger- culture. Yeah. But here, I don't see anything... I don't see anyone to be proud of America. Well, America is a unique country because we're a melting pot and we have cultures from all different places. And yeah. we fought for the country in the past. And we've become a rich country and complacent. I mean, our, our days of fighting, like World War Two, has been over. The Cold War is over. Um... Now, oh, I think a lot of Americans have been a bit spoiled, mm-hmm. and they don't want to be bothered with politics. No, it wasn't no always one. this way. Yeah, yeah. So Basically, the America is a melting pot, so uh-huh. every nation, nation's people is living in America. So if American government um, have a policy, politics, to, uh, every school has to uh, teach the student, you have to buy made in America. Then who is the American? Everybody come from different countries, from right. German, from yeah. Korea, from China. So if the uh, teacher said you have to not to buy made in China, then uh, the Chinese American will protest about that. Yeah, that's right. They'll yeah, say we're so being racist. This country is yeah, melting so pot. This kind so of yeah. is difficult. Not, not to say you have to do it, but educate how to be a good American. Yeah, I, I express a little bit yeah. uh, extreme. For me, wherever you live, you're from there. That's your country. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where are you, what is your background. You Right now, I live in here. Why am, Meaning why America. Am, yeah, living yeah. in America. Why am I happy? Because I live in America. Why... The eat I f- the food I eat, the TV I watch, the fun I have, everything go- goes in here, in America. So I should protect my, the country, the place that I live. That's my country right now. Yeah, I, I agree know? about that. But some, like, uh, I see um, people, unfortunately, they don't think that way. You right, know what I mean, right. David? Like, uh, yeah. Not that racism, no. Not the racism, but uh, protect our country against anything, from the um, import to the uh, political problems. People, they don't speak. They don't care, unfortunately, that much. Basically, we are all American, but uh, uh, some people want to seek their own route. That's the problem. If we think uh, we are what do you mean all American, seek their own route. I'm not sure what you mean. By that. I mean, um, Korean Korean love Korea, right. Chinese love China. 
the kind of uh, yeah, well, things concept. are a little different today with today's immigrants. I mean, when, when my grandparents came over, America was their home, and I don't know. I'm not saying this is the wise path, but back then. They forgot about their country. Now they forgot a lot of it because they didn't have communications. They couldn't call. They didn't have the phones going overseas. They didn't have jet airplanes and things. Now that we can move around and we have TV and all this stuff, you know, people are more connected to their home countries than they used to be. It's a complicated issue. I mean, it's when we start talking about this, I think we realize how complicated this is, and then politics plays into it. Racial ideas come into this. It's not just a simple situation, but I, I think we need to talk about this and we need to think about it. And as we move forward in our lives, try to make some good decisions. Um, the thing that I think we should avoid is being complacent and just burying our head in the sand, pretending none of this exists and, um, and uh, talk about it. You know, Because if we trust everything to our president and he screws it up for us, you know, we're going to lose out. And it used to be, you know, a lot of Americans would stand out and speak out a lot more, and you just don't hear that anymore. So speak out. Say what you believe in. Do you have a, a final comment here? No? Are you sure? Do you want to say anything, Christy? <laughs> okay, well, anyway, um, thank you all for coming. Yay! Thank you for coming. Really great topic. Uh, really some great uh, thoughts expressed here. Thanks for listening. This has been another edition of the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. I'm Dave Skanda, and I'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for listening to another edition of the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. I'm Dave Skanda. If you have any comments, please post them at the English Meeting Discussion Podcast page. Just go to www.englishmeeting.com follow the links to the podcast and you can post comments as I mentioned before we will be producing free English lessons at englishmeeting.com in the near future and we'll have more podcasts and video podcasts so please look for the video podcasts and uh, please contact me if you're interested in being part of the show Please post a comment uh, with your email address, and I'll be sure to get back to you. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.